Humanitarianism is a moral of kindness, benevolence, and sympathy extended to all human Christian philanthropy tended to deprecate reform as political. In contrast, the humanitarian movement thought reform essential to remove abuses. Washington, D.C., African Americans are two to three times more likely to develop Alzheimer's disease than white Americans, yet they are less likely to be diagnosed. While Alzheimer's is the sixth leading cause of death in the United States, it is the fourth leading cause of death for older African Americans. Alzheimer's is the only disease in the top 10 that currently has no cure, treatment, or prevention. A critical factor in finding a cure for Alzheimer's is participation in clinical trials, which is the step-by-step -step process that studies or tests a new procedure, drug, or a vaccine for prevention, treatment, screening or improving quality of life. African Americans make up over 13% of the population but are only 5% of clinical trials participants. And this number is even lower for older African Americans. African Americans Against Alzheimer's, also known as the African American Network, is spearheading a nationwide effort to increase enrollment in clinical trials by meeting African Americans where they are, in churches, community centers, and through leading organizations, and providing them with the information they need to participate. African Americans Against Alzheimer's is partnering with the Forget Me Not project to raise awareness of the disease through local productions of the award-winning play, Forget Me Not. The play, directed by Garrett Davis, shows just how far-reaching a disease like Alzheimer's can be by affecting not just the immediate family but friends and those in the community as well. Locally, the African American Network is partnering with the University of Pennsylvania's Penn Memory Center, which has been active in the Alzheimer's field. We need to band together to increase minority participation, and African American participation in particular, in clinical trials. It's the only way to ensure that new drugs, treatments and therapies are both safe and effective for our community, said Stephanie Monroe. Director of African Americans Against Alzheimer's, who was named Humanitarian of the Year by the National Baptist Congress this year for her Alzheimer's outreach activities. By going straight to the heart of communities, we hope to spread the word and make a real difference. The truth of his words becomes evident when we reflect on what makes Alzheimer's disease dementia a disease. An essential feature of a disease is that patients tell a story of suffering. Each patient's story has its particular details, but each disease has its consistent theme. This theme, together with physical findings and pathology, describes a disease. Emphysema takes our breath away. Cancer, our life. Migraine, our capacity to attend and focus. And so on. And what of Alzheimer's disease dementia? What is its theme? Alzheimer's is a disease because it takes away our capacity to exercise a cherished ethic, our autonomy, the capacity to rule ourselves as each of us desires. At the Alzheimer's Association National Alzheimer's Dinner, Senator Roy Blunt, Armo, 
and Senator Patty Murray, Dewa, were honored with the Alzheimer's Impact Movement 2016 Humanitarian Award. The Alzheimer's Impact Movement Humanitarian Award recognizes public officials who have made a significant policy contribution to advancements in research, care and support for people with Alzheimer's disease. Throughout their congressional careers, the senators have been steadfast supporters for increased investments in research and efforts to improve care for Alzheimer's and other dementias in their roles as Senate Appropriations Labor, Health, and Human Services, Education and Related Agencies. Subcommittee Chairman and Ranking Member, respectively, Senators Blunt and Murray were instrumental in an historic $350 million increase for Alzheimer's disease research at the National Institutes of Health, NIH, in December 2015. Today, more than 5 million people are living with Alzheimer's, the most expensive disease in the nation and the only leading cause of death in the U.S. without a way to prevent, cure or even slow its progression. Total national cost of caring for those with Alzheimer's and other dementias is estimated at $236 billion, excluding unpaid caregiving, of which $160 billion is the cost to Medicare and Medicaid. On behalf of Alzheimer's advocates across the country, the Alzheimer's Impact Movement joins the Alzheimer's Association in commending Senators Blunt and Murray for their leadership and commitment that is enabling critical Alzheimer's research to finally move forward at an accelerating pace, said Robert Egg, Executive Director of the Alzheimer's Impact Movement. We look forward to continuing to work with the Senators on issues impacting the Alzheimer's community. Humanitarian assistance is generally accepted to mean the aid and action designed to save lives, alleviate suffering and maintain and protect human dignity during and in the aftermath of man-made crises and natural disasters, as well as to prevent and strengthen preparedness for the occurrence of such situations, source, good humanitarian donorship. What marks it out from other forms of aid and foreign assistance is that it should be guided by the principles of humanity, saving human lives and alleviating suffering wherever it is found. Impartiality, acting solely on the basis of need, without discrimination between or within affected populations. Neutrality, acting without favoring any side in an armed conflict or other dispute where such action is carried out. Independence, the autonomy of humanitarian objectives from the political, economic, military or other objectives that any actor may hold with regard to areas where humanitarian action is being implemented. However, what is actually reported as having been spent on humanitarian assistance can vary widely by data source. There is no universal obligation to report humanitarian assistance expenditure and no single repository of information. Inclusions as to what counts as humanitarian assistance. Expenditure will vary by government, NGO, multilateral organization, foundation, company and database. 
most of our analyses and attempts to quantify humanitarian expenditure are based around the concepts of international humanitarian response, domestic government humanitarian expenditure, what's included, and who, depends on donor reporting and data availability. The first journey was the 5,000-mile, year-long hike of the American Discovery Trail. The public purpose at the time was to promote the virtues of kindness and community. The hidden purpose was to improve the mental health of my wife, Cindy. That goal for Cindy was achieved, with tangible evidence that her mental health had improved over the course of the year. The more recent journey was a five-month hike of the Pacific Crest Trail, the top item on Cindy's bucket list once she officially was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Cindy's early onset Alzheimer's was advanced enough to make doctors stop claiming she was too young for the disease. No treatment yet has reversed advanced cases of Alzheimer's that remain true for our PCT journey. The different type of hope in this case lies in the ability for those afflicted with Alzheimer's to still pursue dreams and lead vibrant lives. An Israeli research team has announced new findings that link Alzheimer's disease to brain hyperactivity and says its research helps explain why so. Many patients of this debilitating disease run a high risk of seizures. While the amyloid beta protein involved in the development and progression of Alzheimer's seems the most likely cause for this neuronal hyperactivity, how and why the elevated activity takes place hasn't been explained until now. These are truly exciting results, said Dr. Inna Slutsky, who led the Tel Aviv University research team. The study, recently published in Cell Reports, shows that the guilty party in enhancing neuronal activity in Alzheimer's patients is a molecular mechanism involving the amyloid precursor protein, APP. App is well known for its role in producing amyloid beta, but it also acts as a receptor for amyloid beta. Elevated activity in the hippocampus. The area of the brain that controls learning and memory has been observed in patients with mild cognitive impairment and early stages of Alzheimer's disease. Hyperactive hippocampal neurons, which precede amyloid plaque formation have also been observed in mouse models with early onset Alzheimer's disease. Now, the Israeli researchers found that the binding of amyloid beta to pairs of app molecules triggers a change and causes elevated brain hyperactivity. Our work suggests that app molecules, like many other known cell surface receptors, may modulate the transfer of information between neurons, said neuroscientist Slutsky who last year reported that bursts of gentle electricity can slow the progression of Alzheimer's. With this added piece of the puzzle, the potential for restoring memory and protecting the brain is greatly increased. Alzheimer's disease is a slowly progressing brain disorder. In people with the condition, abnormal deposits of a protein called amyloid beta forms sticky plaques in the brain, and strands of the protein tau twist around, causing tangles that ultimately kill brain cells and cause a loss of memory, thinking and reasoning skills. About 5.4 million Americans currently have Alzheimer's disease, and the 
number is expected to grow rapidly in the coming years as a larger share of the population ages, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The Mysteries of Alzheimer's Despite intensive, worldwide research efforts for more than three decades to better understand Alzheimer's disease, there are still numerous mysteries surrounding the condition. Researchers are now aiming to better understand what underlies the disease, as well as improving methods of detection, prevention and treatment. In the past 15 years, biomarkers, biological markers, including new brain imaging techniques such as positron emission domography, PET, scans, and new methods to analyze cerebrospinal fluid have helped researchers to detect early changes in brain function in people with Alzheimer's, said Drive. John Morris, a professor of neurology and director of the Knight Alzheimer's Disease Research Center at Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis. For example, using radioactive tracers that combined with amyloid protein deposits in plaque and tau protein in neurofibrary tangles, researchers can now use PET scans to peer inside the brain to detect whether Alzheimer-related changes are present, Morse said. In addition, they can perform a spinal tap to withdraw a sample of cerebrospinal fluid, and use it to measure whether a person has low concentrations of amyloid beta protein and high concentrations of tau protein, which have both been linked with a diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease. He told Live Science. Despite these advances, there are many aspects of Alzheimer's disease that researchers only partially understand, said Dr. Dennis Selko, co-director of the Ann Romney Center for Neurological Diseases at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, who has been conducting research to uncover the causes of Alzheimer's disease for more than 30 years. For people with Alzheimer's disease and their loved ones, the most important mystery to solve is finding a safe and effective treatment for this neurodegenerative disorder, Selko said. A few years ago, I saw a newspaper article about an older man who had left his home and never returned. The first thing that crossed my mind was that this man could have been suffering from dementia and didn't even realize. There must be so many more like this, especially in Bangladesh where no nationwide survey has ever been done to find out the impact of dementia in Bangladesh. With World Alzheimer's Day today, I thought it the perfect time to reflect on the impact of dementia in Bangladesh and what we're trying to do about it. Bangladesh has a relatively young population, with 8% of the total population of 160 million being over 60, or 12 million people. One can imagine that among 12 million older people there would be at least a few thousand suffering from some form of dementia. Older people who are suffering from memory disturbances are often stigmatized or branded as foolish. Often they will not receive the support they need or deserve from their family or society. The main reason for this indifference in our society is that we are simply not sensitized to this issue. The situation can be even worse in rural villages than in towns, as there is often more social taboo associated more migration of younger people to 
cities or abroad and a lack of proper medical and community-based support. Services Vulnerabilities caused by dementia I was speaking to a friend in my village in Gazipur who told me that his father became almost mad in his old age. Someone took advantage of his vulnerability and made him sign some documents. They lost all their landed property including the house they were living in. More than likely is that my friend's father was suffering from dementia. So many other older people all over the country are being taken advantage of because of medical conditions, like dementia. But the most important point here is that any older men or women with dementia should be legally protected from such things happening to them. The somewhat good news is we still live in a society where connections within a family are strong, albeit eroding. Life is becoming more complicated for the children of older people than before. In Dhaka, for example, people work hard all day in an office and get stuck in traffic for a few more hours on the way home. The small leisure time one gets has to be divided between spouse, children and parents. For the older parents, often the least important among this three, there is hardly any time left. I attended a meeting with a few older people in a place called Magbazar recently. It was a long meeting, because everybody had so many things to say that they couldn't voice anywhere else. In the end I asked one person what they thought was the most important service for them. His answer was that he wished he had more people to talk to. Loneliness leads to depression. And eroding social bonding makes life even more difficult for patients with dementia. We need to build up community-based support structures and train caregivers to support families to take care of senior citizens. Creating awareness is a priority. Considering all the above, the NGOs working on dementia issues in Bangladesh, with help from Alzheimer's Disease International, have formed the working platform called Dementia Action Alliance of Bangladesh. Creating awareness is the first priority. Training healthcare workers on dementia and supporting organizations to identify caregivers with expertise to take care of dementia patients is also in the agenda. Taking care of dementia patients in Bangladesh is still not a priority in the country's healthcare planning. Dementia is not only a medical problem, it has many other social and legal implications. However, everybody involved in dementia care agrees that it has become an urgent necessity to develop a comprehensive awareness and management program and World Alzheimer's Day is a good time to start raising the profile of this important issue. Humanitarian quotes Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Martin Luther King Jr., civil rights activist and clergyman. If you can't feed a hundred people, feed just one. Mother Teresa, founder of the Missionaries of Charity. Whatever you do will be insignificant, but it is very important that you do it. Mahatma Gandhi, Indian nationalist and civil rights leader. Overcoming poverty is not a task of charity, it is an act of justice. Like slavery and apartheid, poverty is not natural. It is man-made and can be overcome and eradicated by the actions of human beings.
sometimes it falls on a generation to be great. You can be that great generation. Let your greatness blossom. Nelson Mandela, anti-apartheid activist and former president of South Africa. The destiny of world civilization depends upon providing a decent standard of living for all mankind. Norman Borlaug, father of the Green Revolution and credited with saving over one billion people from starvation. The fact is that ours is the first generation that can look disease and extreme poverty in the eye, look across the ocean to Africa, and say this. And mean it. We do not have to stand for this. A whole continent written off. We do not have to stand for this. Bono, Paul David Lewis, lead singer of U2 and international philanthropist. Since the world has existed, there has been injustice. But it is one world. The more so as it becomes smaller, more accessible. There is just no question. That there is more obligation that those who have should give to those who have nothing. Audrey Hepburn, actress and UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador. When we live in a world that is very unjust, you have to be a dissident. Nawal al Sadai, Egyptian feminist, writer, and psychiatrist. To say that on a daily basis you can make a difference, well, you can. One act of kindness a day can do it. Betty Williams, Irish activist and founder of the Irish Peace Movement. Community of Peace People. The power of human empathy, leading to collective action, saves lives, and frees prisoners. Ordinary people, whose personal well being and security are assured join together in huge numbers to save people they do not know, and will never meet. Unlike any other creature on this planet, humans can learn and understand, without having experienced. They can think themselves into other people's places. We do not need magic to change the world, we carry all the power we need inside ourselves already, we have the power to imagine better. J.K. Rowling author, philanthropist, and founder of the children's charity. Lumos. I was profoundly moved to be the first United Nations Secretary General to attend the peace memorial ceremony in Hiroshima. I also visited Nagasaki. Sadly, we know the terrible humanitarian consequences from the use of even one weapon. As long as such weapons exist, so, too, will the risks of use end proliferation. Ban Ki-moon. Why do musicians give so much time to charitable causes? The most humanitarian cause that we can give our time to is the creation and performance of music itself. Billy Joel. I believe in humanitarian capitalism, and there are good people on Wall Street. Andrew Young. Rising sea levels, severe drafts, the melting of the polar caps, the more Frequent and devastating natural disasters all raise demand for humanitarian assistance and disaster relief. Leon Panetta. Every state has the primary duty to protect its own population from grave and sustained violations of human rights, as well as from the consequences of humanitarian crises, whether natural or man-made. Pope Benedict XVI. I became an actress because my mom wanted me to become an actress. It took me 
until my mid-30s to realize I actually didn't. I actually wanted to write and direct and be more involved in politics and humanitarian issues. Angelina. Jolie. I love traveling. It not only opens my mind up, but it also allows me to use my fame in another way through humanitarian works and stuff, and being on influence around the world. Chris Tucker. Humanitarian appeals always help. They penetrate deeper than political trade-offs. Jesse Jackson.